I don't know how to start. Come on, Oh, man. my gosh. That <laughs> was the craziest was intro it? I've no. ever heard. Some people understood exactly what I was saying, though. Somebody, somebody, I mean, somebody, somebody, somebody somewhere probably did. I want to do a quick disclaimer and an apology for our last episode because the audio was not good on it. And that's because we did not have the audio from the roadcaster. And yeah, that's there's no like excuse. Um, my computer deleted it and we just tried to save the episode as best as we could. But we are back this week, hopefully with better audio. You guys let me know how it sounds this week. We're going to do a good job of speaking into our mics. Yeah, it wasn't my fault last week. Wow, Dad. Way to throw me under the bus. I didn't throw anybody under the bus. I said it wasn't me. So I, you I just threw up. me under the bus. No, we are. There, there was, was a lot of complaints. So there were so many complaints, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. But, like, <laughs> what did you want me to do? Um nah. It was a mistake, and we live and we learn. But there was a story that you told last week. I want you to start from the beginning of the story. Oh, you mean the story with the, the pickleball guy? Yes. Did I tell that last week? I did. I you did. Tell you. you told the podcast that last week. Oh, you know, I you, remember I did. You did, but it and was I, bad audio. So you're going to start from the okay, beginning, was, so everybody okay. can ne- nobody was, can say they misunderstood or didn't hear it correctly. Okay. Remember, the, and this is Black History Month too. Okay, so the, here's the deal. I play pickleball. And I live in a community, Camarillo, California, where very nice people, but just not a whole lot of black folks. It's just, it's just not a lot. And I'm cool with that. You know, they're farmers. They're, they're, everybody's cool out here. So we're out playing. Now, normally where I play, I may be one of one, maybe sometimes there's two black people playing. Not a big deal. Everybody at this point, everybody knows me because I'm good. I kill them. I eat them up. I mean, you know, I'm all right. So if you were bad, would they not like you? If I was bad, they, yeah, they they'd be like, get the bad black man yeah, off the yeah, court. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, because, but you know, I'm a friendly guy person. I'm a friendly personality also. Yes, so I are. speak to everybody, you know, boom, boom, boom. So we're out playing. Now, on this particular day, this other brother, young brother named Ernie, it's another brother I met named Kirby, about my age, playing. So there's three of us. So there's three black guys. There's three black guys. Usually that's, you know. And we happen to all be playing on the same court at the same time. Did you guys ever once point out like, hey, where'd you come from? Hey, where'd you come from? Well, I knew, knew Ernie. Mm-hmm. He's one of the very few black people that live out there with okay. me. And the guy Kirby was actually in from like a neighboring town or something like that. Okay. You know, so yes, I, I you know. You guys acknowledge. Yeah, it's like, bro, where are you from? Hey, you I haven't seen you before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. When you finish playing, what happens is you you, you you hit your points, however somebody wins, then you go and put your paddles in like a, a paddle saddle, which is like a staging place to indicate who, who goes up next. Okay. Right? So we go over, and at the same time, there's another game ending on a cross court, because there's like maybe six courts out there. So the question comes up, oh, who's next? Who's got that court? So I don't know if one of the guys that was in our group joked and said, we're taking it. Or, or something like that. But this other guy, who I thought was a nice guy. Who was not black. Who was not black. He's of color something. I don't know what he is, though. Are and we, it's not okay, really important. I need important. a better visual. Is he, like, of color with Asian? Is he Indian? No, he's kind of. Like, so, first, I thought he might have been, like, you know, I hate to say something because I'm not trying to put any salt on anybody's, on anybody's ethnicity. I just want a visual. Okay. I thought that he might be Puerto Rican. Okay. Or he might be an Americanized Indian. Not not Indian Indian like with a feather India from like with the dot. Okay. 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 Um, but Americanized, okay. no accent. Da 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 da. Got it. Um, so you know, he looks like, like there's something going on. He has something in him. He's not yes. white. Yeah. No, he's of color. Okay. Okay. And he's in in great shape too. Okay. You know, young guy, old guy. He, I, I would put him late twenties, early thirties. Oh, he's young. Yeah, in shape. I mean, he's, he's not. He's not my age by any means, no. He's a young guy. Yeah, he's younger. Okay. He's younger. Younger, infant. He's a young, infant guy. Okay. And from what I've, I've played with him before, nice guy. He's like a really nice guy. Mm-hmm. Okay? Anyway. This is what you told us last week. Yes. He goes on to make a comment. He says, because we, remember, we're talking about the court. He says, oh, shoot. Uh, he might have said something different, but I'm be cleaning it up a little bit. Three, three black guys want the court? Oh, I'm sure they'll give you the court. 
they'll probably give you your money, their money and your jewelry too. I heard it. He might have even said it twice. Because thinking, you guys probably didn't react? Yes. Thinking he's got a nice little joke going on. Mm-hmm. Okay. What did the other two black guys do? I, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I, I really don't know. Yeah. You know, and at the time I didn't say anything about it. Yeah. And I just, you know, that's got, you know, fucking off color joke. You know, but again, I thought he was a nice guy. Okay. Okay. So no problem. I said, and I mentioned to you, I said, you know, I, I'll mention to him next time I see him. So the other day I'm up there, I'm playing. I saw he was up there playing. I said, oh, I, well, let me go talk to the young man, you know, you know, just as kind of, you know, let me, let me just help him out a little bit. Yeah. Know. So I see him, he's talking to a couple other guys that I know, uh, again, all young, young, young guys. Um, so I go over there and I say, Hey man, I, you know, I'm sorry. I know we've met before. Tell me your name again. And I can't. I wish, let me tell you something. I wish I had his name oh my and, God, and a picture of him oh. so we could blast him. No. He turns out to be like a Karen. Oh, over in, yeah, oh, he's, oh, he's the motherfucker. We, we almost got into a fight. So Are I, you at the pickleball court I'm at the pickleball fighting. court. No, I'm not. You know, I ain't fighting. I ain't fighting 25 years. Probably more like 45 years, tell you. Look, at this point, I'm shooting a motherfucker. Dad! <laughs> <laughs> you know, I ain't trying to fight nobody. But oh, excuse my language. Excuse my language. Zach so, said that my dad, if you guys don't watch us on YouTube right now, you should watch us on YouTube. Zach said that my dad looks like a, a black cowboy from Compton right now. He got the boots, the hat, all, everything. Yeah, sure. You know, sometimes you got to roll like this. All right, so you go up to him. So I go up to him, and I'm as nice and as as friendly as could be. And mm-hmm. I'm just, and I'm, I know the other guys and one of the guys. So when it was, was three black guys, this other guy named Nino, guess what his name is? What? Oh, you may not get this. His name is Nino Brown. You don't know who Nino Brown is? No. Okay. Old school. You guys know who Nino Brown is. Okay, Remember, help you ever, young school. Have you ever seen this movie called uh, new Jack city? I've heard of it. Okay. New Jack city was straight about the hood and projects. Well, the character in there, Wesley Snipes' name was Nino Brown. So his, somebody's parents named this child that this white guy. Nino oh Brown. wow! <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but here, when does we're he talking, know where his name comes from? He told me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he said Nino Brown. I said Nino Brown because first I called him Neil. I said, "Man, I remember you, Neil, like from Matrix." He said, "No, no, 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 man, it's Nino, Nino was, like oh, from Nino, New Nino, Jack Nino, City." Yes, yes exactly. <laughs> okay. So, anyway, so Nino's there. Nino's there. Uh, it's another young lady and this other guy, Eric, you know, was cool. Young guy plays well. Uh, and this guy, so I'm being, you know, he's with his friends. I'm not trying to embarrass him. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to front with him. I'm not trying to puff my chest. Nothing, none of that. Okay. I go over and say, Hey man, you know, give me an email. Dada, Kyle. I know we play here. I know you're a nice guy. Okay. But I just want to, I want to tell you about something that happened last week. And I'm sure you remember Nina, you was with us, you know, when you made this joke about, you know, us three black guys going over there and, you know, People being fearful and just, you know, going to give up their money and their jewelry and all that. I said, man, you know what? It, it really wasn't a good joke. It, it's really kind of, it really borders on, you know, I, I'm not going to say, I don't think you're a racist. I really don't. I just think it was a poor joke. Mm-hmm. It was bad. It, it just wasn't good. I just want to make you aware of it, you know. So what did he so do? So he says something like, and there's other people are looking at him like, God damn, did you say that? Yeah. You know? Aren't you, you know, boom, boom, boom. He says something like, well, I'm not going to, I'm not going to take anything I said back. I, I don't, I don't take my words back. Oh, gosh. So then, yeah, that's what I'm like. So you you're know, ignorant and you're prejudiced and you're okay with it. That's what I got from that. And, and that's kind of right, kind of went through my head. <laughs> mm-hmm. I said, well, hey, man, look, I, I wasn't trying to get an apology. I was I was just trying to kind of put you up on just game trying a to little make you bit. Because, again, I think it was just a poor joke. I think he just didn't understand what you were saying. And he doubled down. He said, well, I'm not, look, I'm, I'm not apologizing for anything I said. So then I'm like, okay, well, hey, then fuck it. Maybe you're not the person I thought you were. Okay. <laughs> You're just a little kid. You're an ignorant ass asshole. And, and let me tell you, you something. Did you call him? I, I did call him an ig- ignorant ass. I, I called him something. I don't uh-huh. know exactly. But I went after this. To, at this point, at this I'm, point I'm you done. went off. I'm throwing, I'm throwing darts at him now. Okay. You know, you're ignorant. You may not know it. I wasn't trying to get in your face. And, you know, and, and I, I did this nice. 
you know, what you said was, was ignorant. It was racist. So maybe I don't know you. Maybe you're not the nice guy I think you are. You are, you seem, now, now that we're talking, you do seem like this is a racist ass, racist little asshole, mm-hmm. you know? And da da da. And I started away, walk away, but I said, well, with you being that, I just want to send you off with one thing. And I just jumped in the face and said, fuck you. <laughs> oh my God. Right? And then I said something about, here I am thinking you are a nice guy, but I see you have no you shame. What you said was offensive. Mm-hmm. Okay? And da-da-da. So then he doubles down. Get, so and now he's tripled down? So yes. now what did he so say? So he says, well, well, I, I, I said something like, you're offensive, and, and it, was, it was rude and out of line. He says, well, I'm glad. You know, you see I, me I accomplished what I was trying to do. Oh. Oh. Uh, let me tell you something. I would have got the paddle and gave him a spanky. I go back over to him, and he's got some glasses on. Uh-huh. And I was just like, man, you're just a boom. And, you- and I thumped the glasses. They jump all up off his head. <laughs> get so, your hat. So, get I don't, your hat. so I don't know if you guys remember at the beginning of the story. Wait. I told you, he's not a small guy. <laughs> he's, you know, he's a muscle man. He's, he muscle legs, everything. Uh-huh. So I'm a, I, look, I haven't fought in a long time, but I still remember the days of fighting. Were you expecting? I was thinking he might swing. He was going to swing. I, so I'm as close as I could be to him. And you know, he, he does one of those, don't you ever touch me again. So what are the other people doing? The other people are like, at this point, they're trying to calm everything down. Yeah. You know, and they, 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 they were telling him, I wish I remember this fool's name. I wish I had his name in the picture. We could put him up. We blast him. <laughs> Dad's still hot. Yeah, we, yeah. We, Dad would put a picture of him right here, right next to him. Right, right. And his name is Leonard, and he's in the city of Camarillo or somewhere around there. Go yeah. find him. Yeah. Somebody go find him. Dang, but you anyway, don't know his name? It, it, um, you know, somebody came and asked me about it today. Who did? Uh, one is another guy. Just, you know, hey, man, I heard, I heard somebody, I think his name. What is his name? Let's just say Leonard for right now. Okay. I mean, I heard Leonard got all up in your face. I said, no, Chuck, I got it in his face. Mm. And let me tell you, you know, kind of what's story, da, 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 da. And he said, you know, I, I always thought the guy was weird, arrogant, you know. Have, so you know. how did it end? I mean, at this point, it, you it, flicked like, okay, his glasses. So you guys glasses. are chest to chest. Now he's chest to chest. Trying to, he don't know what to do. So he takes my hat. Uh-huh. Now understand, I've been playing for two hours. My hat is a dripping, wet, sweaty a nasty know, hat. Nasty hat. He and he doesn't know what to do with it, so he just throws it. Ooh. I'm like, man, look. Get my sweaty ass hat back. <laughs> we're right here. We we're like on swinging terms right now. Not hat throwing. So that's all you can do is throw my hat. I'm cool with that. Cause to tell the truth, you know, look, he's younger than I. You know, he's muscle man. I'm I'm fat boy right now. There's no way I was gonna back down, but I wasn't ready to fight nobody. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I ain't trying. I ain't trying to fight nobody. You said I wasn't going to back down, but I actually did not want to fight. No, I didn't want to fight. I, I, look, I ain't fought nobody. I ain't fought. In, I'm 63 years old. Last time I at had the a fight. At the pickleball courts. Yeah, at the pickleball courts. Flicking somebody's glasses. Yeah, flicking the yeah. young guy's glasses. Come yeah. on. He could have swung. But, you know, that story ties into exactly what we said we were going to talk about this week. Yes. And that was stereotypes. Yes, stereotypes. Okay? And... I what's got, crazy is, I got stereotyped. What's crazy is though before okay, so last week when you told us the story from you were so optimistic. I was. And so positive. Yes. And so no, I think he's a really good guy. I just yeah. think he made a mistake. I think he just didn't yeah. know her. You're right. I just and now he's like, No, I know exactly what I said and I believe what I said and what you're gonna do about it. That's yeah. wild. Yeah. 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 Stereotypes yeah. are real. I mean, you know, I and it's a trip that he, you know. It, it, so have you seen him since? I haven't seen him since. It, mm. I've seen some of his friends. Some of his friends are still apologizing to me. And saying what? You know, hey, man, look, I, you know, I don't know how this happened, but, you know, he should have just apologized. And, 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 I, and, I, and it would have probably really been over. Mm-hmm. Would have been, you know, and I wasn't looking for an apology. Again, I was just trying to put him up on game a little bit. Yeah, that you know that was the wrong. Do you think because you confronted him or brought it up amongst his peers that he was embarrassed? And it could have been. It could have been because in all the commentary, mm-hmm. he did say at one time he said something like, "Man, you could have took me to the side." Yeah. Okay, and I just simply said, "When you told your joke, you didn't take nobody to the side." 
See, when he told the joke, see, around the paddle saddle is where everybody huddles. Mm-hmm. Okay? I get what you're, I so, get you know, what you're saying. I, but and my other I three also, black players, are surrounded about another 15, 20 white people as he makes his comment initially. Yes. Yes. Okay. So, so I you're do, saying you didn't give him the luxury of pulling him to the side to ask him about it because he didn't give you the luxury? No. No, the reason, I just think the that reason, in hindsight, he probably reacted. I'm going to say the benefit of the doubt. He probably semi-reacted. Definitely, he is a bad character, but, you know, whatever. We're going to work on that. But it probably got heightened in that moment because he was confronted in front of his peers, and he probably felt embarrassed. And instead of him just humbling himself because he didn't know how to do that clearly, his coping mechanism was to puff his chest and I stand by what I said, which isn't the right answer, but just playing devil's advocate. Do you think you could have got a different response if it was just you and him? Possibly. Very possible. Yeah. But I'm going to tell you, I approached it in a very. Non-confrontational. Non-confrontational. Hey man, I think you're a good guy. I think this was a mistake made. You know, I think it was just a, I think he was just joking. Mm -hmm. I don't think that there's an issue. You probably didn't know how to handle that. Well, that's what one of his friends came over and said. You know, this uh, other young lady who kind of watched the whole thing and then said, man, you were wrong. I'm telling you're wrong. That's that's the story she's telling me, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, And I I told her, I said, look, you know, some people just can't accept the fact of them doing any wrong. Yeah. You know, some people can't apologize. Some people can't humble themselves. Yeah. They just can't do it. They think that the world is... It's going to fall apart if they do. I also you know. feel like within stereotypes, black people are definitely stereotyped to be angry and to be loud and mm. to not approach maybe this type of situation with such charisma or such like, hey, just letting you know, as opposed to you seeing him next time and just being like, rah, rah, rah. You know what I mean? Like, I feel yeah. like we have a stereotype of just being rah, rah, rah and not going with the approach of, hey, I'm just letting you know. So I think sometimes when people who stereotype us get approached from us in a different way that they're not used to or in their head they don't see us as, they don't they don't even know how to accept it. You mm. get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I've been stereotyped like that before where I've been met with a tough conversation. I answered and then was kind of looked at like, dang, I thought you were going to get angry. Black women get angry. And I was like, well, now I'm angry. But before you said that I wasn't as angry. I just answered in a non, you know, like I don't, I didn't have to get mad. I'm confused. But I think that that was one of the times that I, I really felt like, you know, when you feel like you get stereotyped and you know it, but it's not like blank in your face, you know, mm. you get what I'm saying? Like there's times where it happens where you're like, okay, this is definitely like because of the color of my skin. And then there's other times where you sit in the car and you're like, dang, did this look at those black? You get what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I do. The, what, do what, let me ask you that. I, I've got, I mean, we're on stereotypes. Mm-hmm. Tell me what are the more prevalent stereotypes that you run across because I want to see, I mean, I have an idea in my head. I just want, and I'll talk about them, but I just want to see if there are some generational differences. Okay. So you go first. Okay. So like in what category? Um, open category. Just stereotypes. Stereotypes that get pinned on. I think black fathers have a stereotype of not being good fathers or not being in their children's lives. Being absent. Being absent fathers. Um, Should we take I, these one at a time? Okay. It was that a stereotype when you grew up? That ha- I've always heard about that. I've always heard that, but I've always, I've always heard that, but I've always been surrounded by black fathers. So, and my friends all have their dads. So that one was a little tough for me to understand. Well, let me tell you something. I'm a generation older than you, and I feel the same way. Okay. Okay. When I think about my cousins, my play cousins people that I've grown up with. So we're talking 50, 60 other kids. Mm -hmm. I can think of maybe, no, I can think of three or four. 
that their father was living, not necessarily in their life the same way mine was. Okay. Um, and in some situations, their father lived out of state. You know, mm-hmm. it, was, it, it was state border. It yeah, was but sta- for the most distance. part, you saw yes. your friends grow up with their fathers. Yeah. So when I hear that all the time, I'm like, okay, that's just, that's kind of bullshit. That's like you tell, you keep, you keep saying that. But one of the comments, though, from last week, mm-hmm. is somebody said something like, well, that might be the way it is where you live, but where I live, and I got the, I got the impression that they were more in the South or for mm-hmm. some reason on the East Coast. That they what they see is they see a lot of absent fathers. Yeah. Okay. I think of course it's gonna go demographically and where you're at, maybe. And also your community and who you surround yourselves with. Yeah, but see, I I don't that's uh, well, okay. And I also think that there's more than just black fathers that are absent. Oh, without a doubt. I think we we're just the ones that get talked about. I have uh, you know, kind of adopted kids um you know other than you not truly adopted not by but there are some kids that i've 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 met over the years that are still in my life yeah um you know like like zariah john yeah you know, but, you know these are like my my they're not really my kids but we still stay in contact every years and some of them and and all these adopted kids are of different nationalities and their father's not around well john's father is though. but I see that a lot. I mean, I see it. Yeah, I think it in happens some, in, in other nationalities. I think it happens in every nationality, yeah. but including by, our own. But by but far, by far ours the, the, is the talked about. Yes, yes, the most. Not, it, it's not. It's just, you know. But that's part of the whole stereotype of degrading or making black families, black men, and in some cases, black women, um, less valuable less important, less honorable, yeah, you know, so that's less why dedicated. When you now, see a lot of things where people are pushing like black love and all this stuff about black love, I saw one day somebody comment and was like, why, why does it have to be black love? Like, why can't it just be love? But it's, it's almost like we have to correct the damage that's been done with what's been shown on like media or TV or wherever you've gotten this image of black people and it hasn't always been shown in a, a place of love. So now it's like, let's push it forward and show you what black love looks like or what black ele- like excellence looks like. You get what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or black fathers. Like I, and it's not to just count out everybody else, but it's just to raise up these, these brothers because who else is going to do it? And who is doing it? Yeah. I think a lot of times... Black men are torn down and are defeated and are treated negatively and are. Now, when you say torn down and defeated, who are who are tearing them down and who's defeating them? I feel like the media does and just the stigma that comes with being a black man. So if you walk only, into wait, a room. Okay, wait, let me, just, let me just jump in. So what happens is the media will start the story, but the story has been started way back when. Okay. There are some Christian groups that will go back and in the reading of the Bible where it says, it starts talking about slavery and, you know, uh, curses from skin. I think it was, oh, you guys that are more biblical than me. Uh, the Canaanites might've been cursed with dark skin, da, 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 da. And then they're made into slaves and the Bible talks out, you can beat your slave and all this other stuff. Well, there are, there are professors, uh, not professors, preachers. Like there was one, um, Robert Jones, back in the 60s at big church, big following. I think it was in the 60s. Robert Jones, um, who was very much a racist, but used biblical scripture to help justify, justify what he was doing. Mm. Okay. So what I'm saying is, is that breaking down of, of black people, black men. I'm, I'm going to use men. You can talk about women of black men starts way back when. Okay. And then if it is not corrected, you know, on a family level, as you're sitting down for at dinner, you know, or after you come home from church, if you see something on the news and you're not correcting it 
and because there's enough bad press, enough propaganda to go around that uh, if you're not correcting it, then it just perpetuates itself. It just keeps going, mm-hmm. you know, and then it moves from one generation to another. And then you get in that certain age and you get mixed up with certain level of kids or, or, or thinking of kids, you know, who are not as open minded as they should be or taught differently, you know, and then they pound it more so. Yeah. You know, then they get, and then next thing you know, you, you know, you're a skinhead or, or, you know, have that kind of attitude, you know? So it's, it's when you say break it down, it starts way back when, and it is perpetrated through generations. And it's not even necessarily saying that a family has to be a racist family, Mm -hmm. but if they are not anti-racist and they're not teaching the difference, just like at our table, I've never taught you that there was any color that was superior or sub par to any other race. Have I? No. Well, you say that. I'm just looking at you. (laughs) I mean, you know, people are people. Okay. Um, Now there's a big difference in teaching ethnic pride because I have no problem with a Jewish family teaching their Jewish history to their kids Mm -hmm. or a Latino family teaching theirs or a Puerto Rican family or or an Italian family. There's difference in ethnic pride. And when you say black love or something of that nature, you're just talking, you're trying to promote your culture and make it rise up. There's a difference in that and downplaying or prejudging another ethnicity or another group. Those aren't the same things. So you what know. stereotype do you think that you hold when people see you? Oh, big black man. Yeah. Big black man. And big black men are scary. You, you should be. Yes, you should Move be Move out of the way. Now, here's the here. And here's what's crazy. Do so, people do that? Uh, I've seen women clutch their purse. Mm-hmm. I remember one time. I'll never forget this. I was walking across. I was crossing the street in the crosswalk. Mm-hmm. And a lady saw me. And she locked her car. She locked her door. Yeah. I saw, I saw, you know, I heard it. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, holy. I'm going to rob you from the crosswalk. Yeah. And here's the thing. I probably had more money than she. <laughs> you know, in my pocket as I'm crossing the street. Well, you know, that's a whole other story. Um, but getting in, I, I can remember getting into elevators mm-hmm. and women clutching their purse. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and here's, here's what's really crazy, though. Is the propaganda machine, the game has been played so good and so hard that it is actually telling the reverse story of what's really going on. Just like they make men, black men, we want to rape women. Listen, white women. Mm-hmm. Okay? So that's the story they tell. But the history is that white men raped black women. That was, that went on for 400 years through, through slavery. Yeah. That's why you are the color. That's why I'm the color I am. Yeah. I don't know if you guys know. Have I told them before who my granddaddy is, my great grand? <laughs> I probably have, right? No, you have not. Let me tell you guys. Okay. I'm going to say, let me t- finish the story. Then I'll drop this nugget on you. So some of the things that we are lazy, well, we were the labor force that helped build America. Okay. We weren't lazy then. All of a sudden, when slavery was no longer legal, now we became lazy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, what did we do? And you, I, I was putting a lot of this stuff on my feed this past week. I saw that. Um, we would go and we'd build our own counties, our own cities, our own communities. I'm sorry, not counties or cities. We'd build our own communities. Okay. Nice stuff. And as soon as we get it built, as soon as we start making some money, somebody would come along and burn it down. And what are the reasons that they used to burn it down? Um, law and order. That's what they still use now. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, Nixon, law and order. Uh, Reagan, law and order. Bush, law and order. Okay. Um, so they would accuse somebody of raping or mishandling uh, a white woman. Now, you guys, I understand that this conversation may be hard for you to hear if, if, if you're not me. And I understand that, but remember, this is a safe zone. This is not like out of the pickleball court where the guy was just out of line, okay? This is a safe zone, and I need to tell you the the history or the truth or the thinking so that you can really get it, okay? 
Emmett Till. Yeah. You guys know the story of Emmett Till? Uh, if you guys don't know the story of Emmett Till, Emmett Till was a 14-year-old kid that came from New York to visit his cousins in the South somewhere. He was in a candy store. A woman accused him of whistling at him. They end up going to Emmett Till's uncle's house because, again, he was here visiting, uh, snatched him out, took him out, beat him, buried, uh, beat him, drowned him. Uh, his mama ended up finding, finding his body, and she presented it to the world in an open casket funeral mm-hmm. so you could see how damaged he was how okay his face was. now they found the gentleman that did it they tried him all white jury let him go they later admitted to doing it the woman later admitted to she recanted to lying about, to, it. Yeah, to lying yeah. about the whole incident you know on social okay? media emmett till is really popular it comes up on mine a lot okay because um they were still trying to try her People were trying to sign a petition to that, try the lady that she would need to get tried. Mm. Well, yeah. And they just came out with uh, the movie. The new movie oh, really? came out. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's kind of, I feel like people should know. So the Emmett Till story has been redone and redone and redone. And, re- and I don't mean his story. Maybe it wasn't, maybe the name wasn't uh, Emmett Till. Maybe it was Robert Johnson. Maybe it was, you know, Tyrone Lewis, maybe different people in different cities. And that's this is the, what the MO was. Let's accuse somebody of rape. Let's get the Bob together. Let's go get them. If we can't get them, let's go burn the town that they live in. Okay. Yeah. Tulsa. I mean, most people know the story of Tulsa, the, you know, the Black Wall Street or, or, or um, Greenwood, you know, but there's city after city after city after city after city that this same thing has happened. What they use as an excuse to riot and raid is they say, well, there was a crime committed, rape, robbery, killed somebody, and we're not going to leave it up to the justice system. We're going to take justice into our own hands. And basically they go and burn the, the city down that had been built up. Now, really, the real, the real factor was it's economics. Because, again, when we build our own cities and start trading in our own circle of money and excluding who we used to give all the money to, uh, you know, then that starts to ruffle people's feathers. Yeah. You know, so back to the stereotype. The stereotype. Wait, was- you're not going to tell them who your great Great oh. Okay, so my auntie did a, my family tree. And this is back to the whole thing about uh, we get uh, labeled as rapers and robbers, and our 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 culture has been raped. Okay, um, I mean that's what slave owners they felt that they had the right to do it, so they just did it. Yeah, I don't okay? think they viewed it as a, they just viewed it as like cattle and property. Yes, we were actually called sh- c- c- uh, chattel. Okay, and yes, we were property. And branded. Yes. Like a cow. Like a cow. So my great, great, I don't even know how to say it. Great, 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 great grandfather was a man named Nathaniel Bedford. Nathaniel Bedford ran with Robert E. Lee. Robert E. Lee, who was the Confederate general um, during the Civil War. Bedford was his right hand right hand guy, and Bedford later Nathaniel. Uh, Who's the one whose picture shows on Forrest Gump? On Forrest Gump, they show a picture of one of them on Forrest Gump. It's either Nathaniel or the other one. Oh, or or Robert E. Lee. Yeah. Mm, wow. Let me see your phone. Okay. So anyway, Nathaniel Forrest Bedford. That's, that was his name. That's why I was trying to think of what his middle name Nathaniel Forrest Bedford uh, ends up becoming the first Grand Wizard of the Ku Klux Klan. Well, that's my great, 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 great grandfather. Oh my God. Yeah. So I'm 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 descended to the first clan to the first Grand Wizard. Fancy me. <laughs> <laughs> so the reason I bring this story up. It's because again, we're talking That's about a ste- terrible thing. We're, we're talking about stereotypes, okay? You got to understand that the propaganda machine. I don't. I don't think you should have told people that. that I'm related to the first Grand Wizard. Yeah, because now I am. 
Oh yeah, you are too. Yeah. <laughs> They're gonna be. Yeah. Okay, on Forrest, Nathaniel Bedford Forrest. Oh, okay. They showed him on Forrest Gump. Okay, Nathaniel Bedford Forrest. He's an ancestor of Forrest Gump. Okay. I swear they showed it on the movie. They showed a picture of him on on the movie on the Forrest Gump movie. Yeah. So big slave, uh, big plantation owner. Who? Nathaniel the, the Bedford Forrest. Forrest. Yeah. I thought it was Forrest, but okay. It says. Forrest Gump's horrible scene you forgot about. <laughs> now, I actually started to call the family or write the family and let them know that I was a descendant. And what were, and, what were you expecting to get? I, you know, I never did it. I just thought about it. They just, say when you think about Forrest Gump, we typically remember life is like a box of chocolates or run, Forrest, run. But there's an actual scene in where we learn how Forrest got his name from the great Civil War hero, in quotes. And that hero. Nathaniel Forrest Bedford who was also the first Grand Wizard of the Ku Klux Klan. Yikes. Forrest also claims that he's related to Bedford, which is why in the ensuing flashback, Bedford is actually played by Hank. So, yeah, that's why you get to see American Sweetheart in the Klan robes on the horseback. So, dang, I didn't realize, like, all that. I mean, I realized that because I knew that, but I didn't realize... Like Forrest Gump and Bedford, where yeah. that there's a whole like thing behind that. But yeah, I don't. What what would you tell the family? Hey, I'm your cousin. I'm your cousin. Hi guys. <laughs> <laughs> Hi guys. Don't ever let Zach know because he will never let me live that down. That you're a clansman. Oh no! Oh, look, who's, look, who's, <laughs> look who's peeking in here. Look, you look like a little elf on the show. Right. What, Zach? <laughs> huh? Um, this my, watch the episode. You my see dad it. just told everybody who his great 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 grandfather is. He's the first Grand Wizard of the Ku Klux Klan. Yeah, he is. He's on our family tree. Yeah, he's on the family tree. He's literally on the family tree. Yeah, crazy, huh? Well, so that's wild. Um, other, other, other uh, stereotypes. Okay, let's do one more. Well, I gave you two, so give me one. Um, how about dumb? Is that a stereotype? You think we get that, Brad? Zach, you think black people get a stereotype of being dumb? He said he's not dumb. He said he's not dumb. (laughs) I would say black women get a stereotype for being angry. No, let's stay on dumb for a minute. I don't think that. I don't. I think we do. I think we do. Dumb. I would say lazy. I would say not hardworking, but I don't think dumb. I just think more of like content and not like ambitious. Like I don't think we're seen as like go getters. Is that what it is? But I wouldn't say dumb. Okay. Right. I would just say more of like a sheep. Well, for any of you that do think dumb is a, a actual stereotype, um, let me address that one too real quick. Who called you dumb? You know what called me dumb? But there was a time in this country where it was illegal for a black person to be able to read. Okay. That was the law. Yeah. It's illegal for you to read. Oh, and right. Yeah. Read and write. Okay. So in terms of the learning curve, you know, if you measure, you know, society wise, then we were behind the eight ball. Yeah. Because when we were learning how to either speak the language, you know, you know, we were behind the eight ball, but there were good white folks that did teach us how to read. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's basically how we, Talk you know, part of, part of a, let me, and, and you know, I don't, want you, I don't want you guys to think that I'm, I'm beating up on the American white, you know, race. There was some fault that actually needs to be pointed, but understand this, that we couldn't have gotten out of our chains and shackles without some help. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, abolitionists like Frederick Douglass were assisted by white abolitionists like Mary, Mary, Mary whites. I, I don't remember her name. There's a couple, there was a number of people, Christian based, that were abolitionists, that were white, that were helping us, helping to free black people of the bondage of slavery. 
So, so basically, you're trying to say that he's not trying to say that all white people are bad. No, not at all. There were plenty of white people that were against slavery yes. and that mm-hmm. helped slavery to end. But there was plenty of white people that that liked it the way it was. Yes. You know, matter of fact, I heard something today. You know, I'm I'm I'm, I'm always listening to when everybody else is driving down the street, listening to to uh, Beyonce or. Diddy or whoever they listen to on the radio, mm-hmm. I'm listening to news and talk radio and you know information. Okay. So today, man, did I just go blank? I feel like Joe Biden right now. Like I just forgot. Oh, not Joe Biden. <laughs> I just forgot what I wanted to say. Not Joe. <laughs> um, what was that? What was the point? Keep you, take it take over for a minute, sister. I'm stuck on you. <laughs> Throwing Joe under the bus. Well, you know, you know. Look, look. They both old fools. They're both old. They're old. They're, no, they're both. They're old. both old fools. Both of them. They are. They okay. both need to just go sit down. Yes, they need to go do something else. They just need to go sit down okay. somewhere. I mean, is the hunger for power that strong that you still want to do this? Yeah, girl, it's nuts. Yeah, I mean, you know, what was it that I heard today? Man, I, my brain just went into overload and it's shut down. I can't, I can't, I don't know what it was. That's okay. It was a good, it was a good, I'll think about it in a minute. Okay. Okay. Uh, nah. What can you think of a time that you were, that besides the crosswalk story that you are, that you really felt like you were stereotyped, like that maybe you've changed your life or. Nothing has like ever changed my life. I ne- I, no, I've never let any of it beat me up. I mean, you know, can you, know, when I was a kid, I could, you know, hassled or harassed or stopped or handcuffed or checked saying you look at robbery you know from the police and stuff like Mm -hmm. that i never let it taint me though never because i had enough friends of different colors Mm -hmm. you know that i knew it was um not the fault it's it's not i have to look at people individually okay now i can call out the group okay i can call the group in a minute because historically you got to look and see what the group has done okay so I can call on the call the group, but individuals, I've you know, got them good and bad. Yeah, and that's anybody. Yeah, so I prefer to roll with the good. Yeah, you know, and I have a basic understanding that there's more good people, regardless of the color. Mm-hmm. There's more good people in this world than there are bad people. I think so. You know, oh, well, there is without a doubt. I'll say it'd be a whole other world. Yeah, that's believe true. me, it would. What happens is there's a certain greed factor that just twists people all up. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think greed is probably the biggest hindrance in our in our uh, community, you know, in our society. The f- the factor of money just people go crazy over money. They do. They just do stuff that they wouldn't normally do, and they not only will do it to me, they do it to their family. They will do it to anybody. And money makes people crazy. Money makes people crazy. Okay. Oh, without a doubt, you know. Um, man, I went blank again. Oh my God, are I think you something's going on, Joe? Yeah. Maybe these headphones are too tight. All right. Well, we're at 50 minutes anyway, so we need to end it. <laughs> All right. But I don't, I don't feel like we covered this topic sufficiently. Well, we can keep going next week. Okay. It's still Black History Month. It is. I've had a lot happen this month. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> um, I would like someone out there to throw some nuggets out the other readers that are on YouTube of a nice black history event. Not the doom and gloom that I've been putting out. And the only reason I put the doom and gloom in is because I want you guys to understand. Okay? The history. Yeah. And it's not an easy history to... I mean, it's not easy. You, 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 you can't just take this like it's a, a spoon of sugar. We have a speak pipe. We're going to do all the speak pipes next week. We can't do like one or two? Oh, you I haven't, you don't I haven't have gone through it, yeah. And my computer said... But we're going to do all the speak pipes next week. So if anyone has not dropped their speak pipe message, so I'm going to put it back on the page again. Where do you put it on? You put it on your story? I put it on the Instagram story. And it's in the bio. It's like it's always in the bio. Okay. So if it's in the bio, mm-hmm. then they can just go to that link. Yeah. Okay. All right. Or I've had people message me and just ask, can I have the link? So I'm going to sit. What I have to do is sit and go through it. And like, because sometimes people just get on there and say like, hey, so I don't want to like put that on the podcast. So normally I sit before we do a podcast and I star the ones that actually are for the podcast. Mm -hmm. I didn't do that this time. I'm going to do that next time so that we can answer those questions. 
But I think what you said today, you you talked a lot, and I feel like it, some people might have more questions now. Okay. And I think, you know, that's okay. So. Oh, I know one of the things I was trying to say. Okay. Well, back in. See, I'm not, I'm not like Joe. Joe, Joe's still be going. Blah, 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 blah. Oh my God. So there was a thing that came on today. And the question was this. Is America better off now? Or was it better back in the 1950s? You know how Trump's thing is, let's make America great again. Yeah. You know, yeah. let's roll back. So this is how it fell out. So what were people, what was the answer? Oh, well, it differed depending on who you were. If you were Democratic and mm-hmm. a little bit more forward thinking or progressive, then you sit down. Things are much better now than they were then. Okay. If you're a minority, black, Hispanic, Indian, whoever, you know, yes, things are much better now. Okay. Okay. If you are evangelical, no, they like things the way they used to be. If you are Republican, they like things the way it used to be. Um, and then there was something, I forget what it was, but the commentator was talking about, no, they liked it better in the 1950s prior to any civil rights okay, bills mm-hmm. or initiatives, prior to any you know, progressive uh, uh, spokesperson spokespersons like you know martin luther king jesse jackson you know yeah you know malcolm x you know we don't need all them yeah. we don't need all that stuff so they put too many ideas in everybody's heads yes yeah yeah and they've also said they also said and i don't understand this because they made it they made a difference between uh evangelical christians and it was another group of christians i forgot what they called them but they said that their population has shrunk almost in half where it used to be 25% of American people mm-hmm. were considered evangelicals. Now it's down to like 13%, something like that. Where were you listening to this on? Um, oh, I was actually listening to it on a podcast. Oh, what was the podcast called? <laughs> you guys aren't going to like this. It's called, I've been listening to this one podcast. It gets into religion. I'm a, I'm kind of religious, a religious, um, I, st- I study religion. I'm not very religious, but I'd like to understand religions. Like, I like to understand. Hey, hey, hey. What? What was the podcast oh, The called? podcast is called The Thinking Atheist. Oh, that's why you said we're not going to like yeah, it. Yeah. Um, and what I, the first one that I heard, and it's, it's really a trip. You guys should go listen to it. It's really, pew, it's called, his, the first broad podcast that I heard from him was called The Bloody Bible. Mm-hmm. And what it, and I'm actually going to take some of this stuff and talk to you about it because in this particular podcast, what he's doing, he's going through actual Bible verses, mm-hmm. you know, when the Lord said, you know, do this, do that. He's talking about all the carnage and all the death and all the, and I don't mean just death where, where he's reading scripture. This isn't, and I don't know exactly, I'm going to make one up. This is James, uh, you know, verse two, yeah. da, 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 six through 17. And he's talking about, like, there was this one cat. The one, one, but is he going through the full story? Is he just going to a sentence he, and taking it out of context? Well, on this like, particular podcast, he's talking about, again, all the bloodiness in the Bible. Mm-hmm. And he uses one, and, and, this, and this is, I'm going to paraphrase it. Let's say you have a teenage son okay. that is being rude and, un, and unorderly. Okay. And is not listening to your, to your mom and pop. Okay? So the mom and pop, what they should do is they should take him to the city center, city center, and talk to the elders about his unruliness. Okay. And if he continues to be unruly, they should stone him to death. Oh, damn. This is, this is what the Bible says you should do. That ended quick. You should stone him. Your kid is being unruly. Stone, stone him ass. to death. <laughs> oh, not, my god! Not stone him. Stone him to death. So this whole guy, this the guy who does the podcast, he was indoctrinated in religion. He's been in religion his whole life. Mm-hmm. He finally started going through dissecting it. it, and he couldn't believe what he was actually reading. You know. So what is his point? 
Is his point to turn people to be atheists or is his um, point to he, this, educate he, people on the Bible in a different way? He like at the, He at this point is an atheist. Okay. I, I don't know that he doesn't believe in, in God, but he, I know he doesn't believe in the Bible as being a holy book. Okay. Okay. Or he doesn't believe in the God that that Bible, that the Bible represents. Okay. Cause this is too much. It's too much death going on. I mean, you know, I I've, I got I got kind of got wind of this a couple weeks ago, and I've listened been listening not nonstop, but I've listened to a couple different episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, and there there this really is. There's a whole lot of stuff going on. Okay. There are situations. What he does because he again he grew up in this, so he knows the Bible inside out. And he says a lot of stories that he knew about when he was young. He just kind of had only his God's eyes on, where you know God is good and God is loving. But later on in life, he started really dissecting it. I mean, there's times where you know, Jebediah, you know, God's best friend is telling the men that come to have sex with these other men and no, don't have, take my daughters, have sex with them. I mean, it's, just, it's crazy. It, it's, and you know, the way I do it, at first I listen to it and I say, okay, I, I need some backup. So now I'm going back and I'm listening to what verse he's saying he's talking about. Yeah. And I'm taking the verse down and I'm looking Doing at the actual research. Bible and look, reading the scripture and, and, and seeing, you know, did he ad lib on this? Is this propaganda? Mm-hmm. So maybe in another couple of weeks I can evaluate. And, and come back if, to it. Yeah. But kind of crazy. That sounds nuts. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Way to end on that one. Yeah, way to end. There's going to be people that's upset with me. But. Yeah, there are going to be. But you know what? Here, look, it's better to be educated than to be uneducated. And all I'm trying to do is educate myself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I have no problem with anybody believing whatever they want to do. Okay? Because that's it. I'm not responsible for anybody else's life. I'm not responsible for your life. I'm responsible for my life. And if you want to. You're like a little bit responsible for mine. A little bit. Just a little bit. A little bit. Okay. <laughs> but what have I always told you? I need you to be independent. Yeah. In fact, I told you a long time ago. I said, don't ever think that your mom and daddy is always right. Yeah, you did tell me that. Okay. You figure it out for yourself. You sure did. All right, guys. I... I am so interested to see what you think about this episode, number one. It went all over the place. It went all over the place, as always. Number two, the speak pipe is up. If you don't see it, then just message me and I can send it to you. And I'm going to get a picture of that guy. We're going to post him. No, we're not. <laughs> on that note, don't forget to follow Unfiltered Kitchen, like, comment, and subscribe. And we will be back next week with another episode. See you guys later. You're crazy.